<laughs> that was smooth. That was really cool. <laughs> smooth. I actually get the feeling that like we are supposed to be doing something a little different with the A, but then like the past couple of weeks we've just been A. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's smooth. Either way, it works. Hey, hey welcome on to Third World Linux episode 68. I'm Zhao. And my name is AJ. And on and for this week. Yeah, on this week's episode of Third World Linux, I'm gonna be talking about some command line stuff. Uh, this is going back to like an email that we got years ago from Maria. She was like, you should do a command line episode and totally said, yeah, we'll do a command line episode. But we never actually did. So like, <laughs> that was like, so long ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, it's an episode idea. Yeah, we'll totally do that. Um, so this is sort of that episode in the sense that I'm going to be talking about just some command line tools that I use. In other words, we don't have very much to talk about. Um, we have an email and a couple of tweets, but you know, uh, yeah. So let's let's get this show on the road <laughs> <laughs> or on the airwaves. <laughs> semantics, semantics. <laughs> All right, what are we gonna where are we gonna start first? Right. Uh, here's a here's an email from uh, Ocelot. Uh, sent to sent to us contact at channel 14.com uh it's a really long email so like i'll be uh not paraphrasing i'll be cutting some compressing yeah. yeah compressing oh. <laughs> all right uh huh okay on the jaw si usted quiere practicar su español siempre podemos practicar por skype or google hangouts que opina if you want to practice you know uh <laughs> anyway i found your discussion of latin in the classical sense funny because no one here talks about it that way unless you've gotten that kind of education. So if you ask about Latin heritage or people, if you ask about Latin heritage or learning, people will just assume you're talking about Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of trippy. Uh, anyway, back Wait, to the podcast. Say, okay. Uh, uh, anyway, hmm. back to the podcast. I found your discussion on the internet a bit frustrating because no one did the research and it was mostly on conjecture. Fun conjecture. Uh, on to digital inclusion. I think all that you mentioned is valid, but you do have to examine the roots of the problems. We'd have to discuss the colonial past, both ancient and recent, the capitalist mindset and the fact that you can survive without the internet. You need adequate shelter, or you need care, you need shelter and adequate care first. There's a lot to discuss there. And as Zhao says, fuck the government, the US has a lot to do with the problems there. Uh, the U.S. still meddles all the damn time, and let's assume they can get wide internet. The technology is still locked in a language that most Filipinos don't speak. This is not good. Uh, to me, the state has an obligation to translate their materials into all of the languages, but that's a whole other discussion. A whole other discussion. Sorry. Uh, we, oddly enough, have this kind of first world burden in the first world itself. In Seattle, a politician wanted to fund Wi-Fi for homeless camps. Um, yeah, the internet will save the third world is a tad condescending, but we have a history of that in the States. Uh, I think you also talked about this episodes ago, but you asked why do corporations have so much power? Because they've given you an email. Uh, to quote Professor Chomsky, why, why should corporation have any rights at all? It's not a law of nature or law. And uh, finally, thanks Zhao for calling it the age of imperialism and not the age of discovery. However, the most important question here is, when is Zhao's Peppa Pig Linux distro coming out? I request that anytime Zhao gets mad, he invoke Peppa Pig to calm himself. <laughs> Pretty much. So highly, highly accurate. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like, um, let's start with Peppa Pig first. Like, every time something gets Zhao... Or, or something irritates him. I just see a Peppa Pig sticker on our channel 14, not on our, our chat on, on Telegram. Yeah. If he's pissed at something, uh, a jumping Peppa Pig is just gonna pop up like, okay, he's cranky at something. I wonder what it is. Um, okay. Yeah. The, uh, the legal fiction that corporations have rights. That's a, that's one of the interesting things that have ended up in law, you know. Uh, a product it's, of it's a, something from a legal standpoint that you have to discuss, right? Like, I mean, not discuss, but here at least our laws here recognize corporations as entities, right? Uh, we we yeah. actually stole the idea from American law, the yeah. the the legal fiction of corporate personhood. Um, it was a it, it was a thing that was, um, what's it? 
it it was a product of the human rights movement in the 60s or something uh it's, it's just something that we like deal with mm, yeah corporate personhood <laughs> <laughs> because corporations have the right to property <laughs> because corporations can own stuff um yeah uh what what else you know i i guess i guess we kind of did overlook um the shelter and adequate care um uh, and and that's something i didn't okay uh it's something i didn't i was not able to mention last week was what part of the like ngo stuff i mentioned before was that part of the sustainability of the entire thing was they also provided shelter and whatnot and an interesting thing that some of the things that they do for regard to digital inclusion in the states is they implement it in the libraries where everybody can access like the homeless spend so much time in their library in the libraries when i was in chicago which is quite nice because there they have aircon they have access to the computers a bunch of them are learning and reading actually like some of them when, when they saw my camera actually realized that oh hey you're using a leica so you're doing this type of work like familiar with street photography weird but like um <laughs> well not weird amazing um so i guess the standpoint is if um, it, it comes from a standpoint of self-reliance like mm-hmm. they're being provided with tools to be able to like that's how i see digital inclusion at least it provides you tools to be able to get things uh that otherwise you would not be you 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 would not be able to have given some of the things that um not uh, i can't i can't english myself properly right <laughs> now like in tagalog i can easily explain it but you you, you um, i say it in tagalog makukuha mo yung mga bagay like you can get the things it gives you access to the thing not access it arms you that i guess it's the better word uh to be able to i mean Ah, here's the proper term after 30 <laughs> seconds of fumbling. I always see technology as an equalizer. And even if, say, you're homeless, but you could have access to technology that could at least provide you with work, decent work, uh, then you could have something to pay the rent. You get what I'm saying? It, it could be a chicken or egg. That's the, that's the conflict. So, should you provide the means first? Or should you provide the basic necessities first? Uh, like, you know, education, um, right? It, education. I'd, I'd like to, yeah. I'd really like to think because, um, the, the, the whole, the, the, the problem with a lot of outreach is a lot of outreach is focused on here's some food and here's a house. Um, yeah, um, the sustainability part is always lacking. That's why uh, I just, I should have, I don't have my notes anymore, but. Uh, I should have looked up the NGO that did that, the, the other one, not the Intel one that also provided houses and at the same time provided the connection. Like, um, they, they digitalized, they wired the entire community. They provided house and shelter, housing and shelter. Yeah. Um, and well, I, I guess this is just sort of my bias as well. Uh, because my girlfriend is a teacher. The, 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 the problem, the, the, the solution to the problems of the world really is education. Like, that's it. Because, you know, if we actually have decent education in, like, uh, if, if, if we have a decent public educational system in this country, um, then we stop voting less than qualified people into office. Uh, you know, we start getting people working because you know education yeah, I mean, is either way <laughs> me, education and compassion that's like because even if you're the most intelligent person if you're a dick bag you deserve to be punched in the nuts <laughs> but if you if, if even if you're not intelligent but you're a very compassionate individual i mean people are going to look towards you like people are gonna be attracted to you, so yeah. for me that's a mix of both. Yeah, yeah. If you, I guess. if you can be, if you can be intelligent and knowledgeable and wise at the same time, not be a dick. That's where world's problems are solved. Yeah, yeah. And um, what's it? Uh, now nah, let's not get into that. That's that's yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's Philippine politics. 
Um, <laughs> what else okay. do we have? I just I, I want to ask you because this um his his first reading when Conde on the Jaws instead Claire that that's Spanish right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you still know your Spanish really since college and whatnot? Uh, yeah, un poco. Um, and well, my response is lo siento no tengo el tiempo porque estoy estudiando la ley, and that takes up a lot of my time. Like between that and this podcast, like I really don't have it. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, such a such a such a char- charming. Why do I ah words? Ag Demesa, use your words. Such a nice uh, email from Ocelot. Thank you. Oh, uh, and he also like we're gonna. I'm gonna view it on my personal time. Some of the things he said here. Uh, links he sent us. Yeah. Oh yeah. He, he mentioned um. He mentioned Noli Metanger in Spanish. Uh, the, yeah. the the copy of the book that I have actually has the Spanish original next to the English. Uh, I I still have that copy lying around somewhere, but then like I never really bothered to go back to it because like as a novel it isn't exactly really that good, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Noli is a lot lot better than freaking El Fili. Well, yeah, but you know, like they're, they they really aren't like novels that you know they're follow serials. The, the, not, not even the, the, it's 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 story structure um what was it 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 was uh in in philippine history class we were talking about this that um the 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 idea for noli metangere was to expose the ills of society at the time right mm-hmm. and and that's really what he wanted to do with the book and he sort of did that because nothing really happens for the first like <laughs> <laughs> for like the first 80 90% of the book right and in the last 10% yeah. like something interesting happens so basically we have like 200 pages of exposition to expose the ills of society <laughs> sorry yeah it was all yeah yeah it was all and then you have story within uh, not story within a story but more of like um a side story well no there really wasn't there, there really that, wasn't much of a basically it was it, it it had a terrible plot it was like 200 pages of exposition Which yeah. is like the most boring shit you'll ever like read, right? Um, Then the subplot <laughs> metaphor of the Philippine nation with uh, Sisa and uh, Raspin Basilio. Anyway, um, and yes, we um, uh, we 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 kind of got that sort of liberal arts education, so uh, that's why we think of Latin as Latin. <laughs> Is actual Latin? No, not actual Latin, but like Latinus. What's mm, yeah? But oh, ah. why is it not functioning Latin. properly today? Because Latin hey, hey, America. No, I'm not. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not functioning properly today. Is it because I came from a very confusing museum visit? At the same time, overwhelming museum visit. Uh-huh. Uh, I explained probably in the off tangent, but yeah. Yeah, man. So yeah. Uh, uh, should I go to the what else? To the tweets. There was there was another thing. Oh yeah, the um the age of imperialism versus age of discovery thing. Um, that's uh that's a matter of perspective, and it it kind of it kind of bothers me when people call it the age of discovery. To me, like we weren't technically discovered because we're already here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like, but we were imperialized, and that's kind of what happened, whether or not it was good or bad. Uh, we're here. <laughs> yeah, this uh, is it. This is what we have. So imperialism, it is. <laughs> That's it for me. Yeah, exactly. But you know, it's it's, it's sort of it's, it's sort of an interesting dichotomy. And again, that's why I really like. Uh, that's why I really like like getting emails from people around the world and fucking meeting people that aren't from this part of the world because of the perspective. You know, I guess what I'm trying to say is. I'm Peppa Pig, and this is my brother George. <laughs> this is Mummy Pig, and this is Daddy Pig. <laughs> anyway, uh, what have you got? Uh, yeah, uh, on Twitter, uh, yeah, it's uh, we call this the the Captain Roy Mather. Uh, sent a tweet <laughs> on our digital yeah. inclusion episode. Yeah, I said a uh, nice job on inclusivity suggestion. It's easy to put guests from government, academia, and corporations to interview slash grill. <laughs> You know, 
if if you wanna if you wanna do that, dude, you can go you can go ahead. Um, I, I actually I was about to say that actually that I'm I'm actually looking for people or resource people persons that for me how I could probably get to know and understand digital inclusion and the programs being implemented here in the government better. Um, I'm leaning towards people in the academe or NGOs than the government because reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, um, that's something I have on brewing on my head, uh, cause that's something I want to do for the show. Like when we, after we recorded the episode, I think it was when I posted on my Facebook or when I was doing research on my own Facebook, like, huh, I found my, I found my advocacy. Like if, if I want to help people, this is what, how I want to help them. Yeah. So through education via technology or, Equalizing, equal, equalizing everything via technology. Yeah. Uh, you know, there was a... Actually, interviews, something that, like, I want to try my hand at again, you know? Or, like, I, I think we should do that with the show again. Um, because, yeah. you know, listening back to listening back to that episode that we did with uh, Lorelai. Oh, yeah, with Lorelai. Um, yeah, it was... Uh, uh, I was listening back to it and, like, God damn, I was a horrible fucking interviewer. Um and now like 40 episodes later i'm sure i'll do a little bit of a better job uh i'm the guy who used to do i mean hell i do a lot of interviews fine email interviews and i'm not the one doing any (laughs) for this show there was um Uh, there was an episode of the sunstar podcast that um, we interviewed people from the let's do it movement here in here in the philippines right like they they're you know World Cleanup Day and uh, yeah, road things. sharing, that kind of thing, um, and you know so, some of the people involved in the little art exhibit as well. Like that was that was really interesting. Um, I actually interviewed David Latt, which was also really interesting. So I, you know, all sorts of amazing and you know, such a great episode. Um, but yeah, I because of, because of fucking law school, I haven't really been. You know, I really don't have the time. Mm. Uh. Yeah. Um, speaking of, you mentioned earlier about like not being an asshole and stuff. I, I guess we just should mention that like some prominent Linux, uh, kernel developers left because of like the toxic LK, Linux, LKML. Uh, never really followed it, but you know, like, um, please be nice to each other. <laughs> um, pre-show I was asking Zhao about it because Again, I'm the most casual of all casuals, like filthy casual right here. Like I, I try and I attempt and I fail a lot, but <laughs> I'm a very casual user. So I'm not really, I didn't really check into the mailing lists or of sorts or whatnot. But, um, okay, fine. Not casual, advanced user. <laughs> there you go. But so I asked, uh, Zhao, he pointed out to me an article. From what's the, the, her name? Uh, the, the blog post, of, the, the blog post of uh, Sarah Sharp, who is yeah of Sarah Sharp. Yeah, and yeah. when I was reading it, like I, from what I understand, is that she is a very valuable part of the community because she has so many followers and the work she's done and the places she's being invited to talk to. Like OMG, yeah, wow. And then from what I understand, again, is that she felt. Uh, mistreated and verbally abused even no 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 i mean just, there was emotional damages <laughs> i was like i was asking jao okay jao uh i feel bad for her okay uh and i think this is a great loss to linux in particular her 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 departure but uh make this relevant for me like how how, how why is this important to me as someone who's casual and jao answered because it's the fucking linux kernel <laughs> Simple as that, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> okay, right." I mean, but uh, like, like if wow. you if, if you and have a, I... <laughs> you, you, this this uh this topic has been talked to death on like other podcasts. So you know, like if you wanna if if you wanna get like better perspective on it or whatever, mm. like you know, probably have better commentary. Yeah, probably on have it. much better it's commentary. This is just me. Yeah, this is just me asking what the hell is happening and why is it relevant to me. Yeah, well, actually, that's something that's that, uh, that so. that's something that isn't really covered in the other podcasts, though. Like they sort of break it down and whatever. Like um, we're niching it. I'm putting a niche. Come on. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, ch- check out the Ubuntu UK podcast for like some oh, of, of course, the, uh, as always. Yeah, yeah, and um, uh, 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 Linux, I haven't listened Linux to their Unplugged. Episode. Linux Unplugged did a really good piece on it as well. 
mm-hmm. but uh, you know, really, it isn't. It isn't relevant to the end user in the sense that um, it, it has an immediate impact, right? Or it's not going to affect the software that I'm using. Uh, yeah, because like a lot of uh, because the the Linux kernel has like their their developer community is notoriously uh, crass. I'm, I'm not sure what the right word is. They are abrasive. Some would say abusive. That kind of thing. It's sort of like um, it's sort of like four chan, but not that bad. Um, but you, you get the idea. Mm-hmm. Like they're 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 pretty. They're like the exact opposite of PC. What do you mean PC? Politically correct. Oh, political correctness. Okay. And <laughs> like, and um exactly. and 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 Windows. You know, there, there's a pun there. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey now, right? Shots um, fired. Shots fired. Okay, <clears throat> go ahead. But, but if if you have a community that is just so central to a lot of uh a lot of like what the internet is built on um a lot of businesses depend on linux for example and if you have a community that is not too good to its people then that community won't grow he seems. He sounds so unsure. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm. I'm not sure how to. I'm not sure how to verbalize this, but it, it's. It's sort of like you know. Why, why the fuck would I want to go into a toxic environment? You know. Oh, okay. And yeah. you know, if if he, if if it if it means good people are like potentially good people are turned away, and you know, good people that have worked their way up leave, then that's sort of that's sort of problematic. Uh, but not, not in a way that you or I will feel like immediately, but the long-term ramifications could be, uh, slow development on the Linux kernel, um, that kind of thing. Okay. So the entire issue reminds me of how the fashion industry is because in the fashion industry, it's cutthroat, competitive. It's, uh, it's so rare to see someone treating another person with kindness. Again, because it's competitive, it's limited. And what the community is, it's, it's very exclusive. Um, and, and, and you're always on the lookout for yourself. Like, you know, somebody's going to be out there to, to take over what you're doing or, or, or to undermine what you're doing even. Mm. And all that was because of, um, Anna Wintour, because Anna Wintour, Vogue Editor-in-Chief, also known as the Devil Wears Prada person, uh, is a cutthroat, competitive, and, and very, say, the, if I used the term earlier, a dick bag. <laughs> I used earlier. She is, uh, and, and she knows it. Everybody knows it. She's okay with it. And that's how the industry is. And from what I've heard, always hear from people is that if you can't handle this industry, don't be a part of it. Mm. Which makes it very exclusive. I guess for fashion, it, that's their thing. But if that happens to Linux, where so many people are relying on it, technologies and, and corporations and countries relying on it, if we're losing valuable human resource or like people are getting shied away, like that is a problem. So <laughs> like the theme of this episode is uh, education and compassion right now. And I guess this is the compassion part. Like, be a good person. <laughs> Follow Peppa Pig. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So, like, um, do you have anything else mm, to add regarding the issue? No, not anymore. Um, oh, uh, by, by the uh, way, uh, dear listeners, we had a third uh, world internet moment, so I kind of lost my like train of thought. <laughs> uh, I don't have any more because I'm having a hard time connecting to the internet as it is because of um, yes <laughs> okay. the should I say it? it's the connection timeout problem of 10.7.5 OS X yeah so I'm having a hard yeah I'm having a hard time upgrading at the same time because I'm scared of upgrading to what do you call this El Capitan because I'm not sure about the stability of it yet well the programs I use run with it I'm not sure yet <laughs> and I I if I have a suffer right now I'm so busy with work that if this workhorse of mine suffers a breakdown I'm gonna get delayed and if I get delayed that's gonna cost me a lot so um, I'm staying it as it is right now. <laughs> 
Yeah. And I'll just find workarounds until I get a proper Linux machine where I could tinker everything again. <sighs> and Or I could do something with a 2006 MacBook Pro I had, which incidentally, um, a listener of ours uh, asked. It's just that I can't pull off the tweet. <laughs> so I'm sorry, dear listener. <laughs> dear Faithful14, whoever you are, who asked what I was using. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, it's a MacBook Pro 2006, late, late edition. Uh, what's next? Well, let me, let me, let me look that up. Twitter. Uh, yeah. Oh, because after, uh, because after this, we're just going to be talking about some stuff, uh, command line stuff. But then, like, fuck it, we've been recording for, like, 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, alright, so anyway, just, yeah. No, just hit, hit one or two command line and stuff that you, you want. Right. Um... Uh, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, well, I, I have no, I have no end to this. Uh, you should use image magic. <laughs> Wait, are, are you telling me? Yeah, <laughs> to like, use image magic. Yeah, when you get when when you get your Linux machine, use image magic. It's like a command line. I haven't heard of it. Huh? Jesus Christ! Command line. <laughs> yeah, it's, command it's, line. This, <laughs> it's this really cool command line tool, man. Um, what it does is. Like one of one of the big advantages of the command line is you can you can you can do like operations on files and stuff. Oh no, yeah, I've heard of this image magic. It's the one I was um like you could easily batch resize. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I actually I actually did use that a lot when I was doing like real estate stuff, right? Because like when you because when you take inventories of stuff, obviously pictures. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a vase there's a fucking television you know like you have to take an inventory of everything that way uh when the lessee leaves or whatever then at least mm-hmm. you know you're sure that everything that was there is there that kind of thing so you know to edit those images not edit but to manipulate those images Pro- yeah right? properly like yeah you use the image magic yeah, because because uh, one of the one of the sexiest things about the command line is the wildcard, right? The asterisk asterisk mm-hmm. thing that pretty much means everything here, um, like everything in this everything in this directory. Uh, then you know if you use that in conjunction with other like things. So say you only want to manipulate all of the JPEG files, then you go wildcard dot JPEG, and then um, everything that ends in a dot JPEG image magic will run through so like yeah you should use that uh Alrighty then i will try because um i got so used uh and got very spoiled by what you see is what you get editors yeah but then you know i mean this is like if, if you're gonna be uh if you're gonna be doing well that's something that i found so trippy about image magic right because uh photography is something that's really visual but exactly you know, when it comes to editing. But then if you're going to be applying the same thing to a lot of images and you know sort of what you want to apply, like I want to scale this image down or I want to just crop the first, uh, I want to, yeah, like like I want um, all of these photos to be at 640 by 480. That way when you post them on the internet, it's fine or whatever. And you know that you want to do that to like 500 pictures. Uh It'd be kind of fucking retarded to open up each one in a GUI image editor when you can just type in mm-hmm. convert and then command and then and yeah just wild do card. a quick uh, yeah you know yeah actually the thing about the command line right like I fell in love with the command line when uh, when I broke xorg that first time <laughs> <It> was like <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude the first time I broke xorg was like shit I have to use stuff and um and, and that's when i started digging into like what's possible on the command line and uh now the things that i always make sure i have are screen finch links gamu and mutt uh yeah. right so screen is you know how when you have a when, when you have like a terminal open or when you're on your command line you only really have like one thing mm-hmm. right you only really have one prompt and like if you have something open if you have top running you can't really do very much else right yeah uh what what screen does is it sort of opens i i think of it as like a tab on your web browser so like when you invoke screen you open up another like virtual session oh so Ooh. 
so yeah, yeah. without without having to switch between TTYs, like uh-huh. um that that's sort of what screen is. I think of it as like tabs on a web browser. So like oh yeah, another thing that I get is RTorrent. Uh, so like I have a screen running with RTorrent on it to like help seed distros and stuff. So like it's it's just running in the background. And if I want to pop into the terminal and do something else, or if, if I want to like SSH into the little home server that I have, I, I make the MK802 sound like it's such an awesome thing, right? But like if I want to, <laughs> <laughs> it probably. <laughs> I make it sound like it's some fucking like oh server, um, but yeah. Like if I just essay it, it's the size of a thumb. You know what? You know, if, if I um, if I SSH Fine, into I'll it, pinky. Like, I have, uh, there. So that that's uh that, that's what screen is, and I have like uh you know like like when uh when when the thing starts up uh. It, I have it like invoke screen already and, um, and our torrent has this option or ha- has this thing in, in the config file where, uh, you can have it automatically check for torrents, torrent files in like a particular directory. So, you know. Mm-hmm. So let's say, uh, a new Ubuntu comes up, you can have it easy and it'll grab it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if you're into, if you're into piracy. Like Jesus Christ! <laughs> yeah, there there are tools out what? there. There are tools out there. Like, uh, what, what was it? What was what was it? Um, it was like an uh, FlexGet. There's this other tool called FlexGet, and what it does is, um, it like like when you when you run the command, it will look at an RSS feed and download the media file, right? Or or it'll it'll download like the file on the RSS feed. Uh, so what people do is they use FlexGet in conjunction with a torrent client to download like the latest episode of whatever that just came out. Mm-hmm. Like you can do that on, um, you can, you can do that. Because you could follow like an, a feed. It's sort of a subscription. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you do that with, you do that with FlexGet. Um, you, you have it run like every hour or something, uh, using the cron tab or using cron, which is also something that I really love. I really love cron. Uh, so that's screen and rtorrent. I'll, I'll, I'll put links in as well. But yeah. rtorrent, uh, uh, a command line, uh, torrent client, mm. which is, you know, it's, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> like, you have so much fun. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm a gooey guy, so. <laughs> yeah, I guess everybody is like a gooey person, um, you know, to an extent. But like, I guess I guess command line literacy is something that I take a little bit more seriously. Even though, even though for all intents could, and purposes, it's probably fucking useless at this point. No, I, I, I say, I uh, say that's how you work. Yeah. I say <laughs> if you work. If your work becomes faster because of the command line, by all means, say if you can troubleshoot easy something easy, like I did that. That's why sometimes I just message you instead of going to um uh, like forums and whatnot because messaging you messaging you is faster because you can easily solve it. <laughs> and that's because of your knowledge of the command line. Uh, and and to me and to be honest, that's the only way. That's the only reason why I want to learn command line stuff as well, just so I can fix the shit that I break. <laughs> Yeah, but then you know the, the the stuff that I'm the stuff that I'm putting or the, the stuff that I'm mentioning, uh, this really isn't troubleshooting. This is like yeah, those are th- practical like, things that will speed up yeah, speed up the, your <laughs> your basic computing. Not even why open another really. <laughs> this is like image magic is not faster than well, say fine, using Shockwell. Well, fine. There, there, there's image magic, but then like you know the uh, yeah you have a you have a project here like Finch. Which is pretty much pigeon on the command line. And there's no other like reason to use it other than it's really fucking cool. Or like I only really have a command line because I'm on a, I'm on a server, you know. (laughs) (laughs) But I I really love Finch. (laughs) Like there was a time that I just, that, that I would use Finch to message everybody on, um, what was it? The Facebook chat thing. 
even but then um xmpp like like facebook dropped xmpp which so, so it doesn't work with venture pigeon anymore i think and then there's links lynx which is a web browser <laughs> <laughs> a fucking web browser on the command line it's great <laughs> um but an interesting thing that you can do with links is like you can open up a website and what have you right uh and but but then what you can do is you can make it run like actions on the website mm-hmm. right? right so like uh say um you're not run actions on the website how do i put this um you can navigate you can pretty much navigate like a, a a website with like the arrows and enter button and stuff right um you can have it do that automatically by defining the actions that you want it to take so like you can uh you can invoke links and um and 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 fuck how do i put this you can be like, hey, links, I want you to open up fucking Wikipedia and search for uh, third world stuff. And you can have it do that automatically uh, by saying like links and then the file with the instructions to tell it to go to Wikipedia. Press the down button like nine times and type in third world stuff and hit <laughs> enter. Right? Like, you can have it. You can, you can fucking program it to do that. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I thought that that's why I I really thought that you really like command line stuff because it makes things faster. You just like it because it's cool. Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Do we have anything else? Or uh, there's Mutt. Mutt is an email oh, okay. client. Uh, oh yeah, you you talked to me about Mutt. You, you love Mutt, but yeah. Uh, to our faithful 14, please explain what Mutt is to you in your life. I'm pretty sure, like, everybody out there actually knows what Mutt is. Uh, it's, it's an email so client. No need. <laughs> it's an email client on the command line. Um, I, I use it in conjunction with Cron, like, a lot. Uh, you know, to send emails to myself when I feel lonely. Um, and with, like... <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> you send emails to yourself when you feel lonely. <laughs> No, uh, what's it? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Auto send a Peppa Pig picture at this hour. <laughs> or pull up a Peppa Pig link at this <laughs> and email it to me. Um, no, dude, like, I use it, uh, you know, like. Email management, pretty much. Yeah, you know, how you process your email is via Mutt. Uh, no, actually. Well, eh. Yeah, it's, it's sort of like uh, it's sort of like Thunderbird on the command line. Um, well, I I just what I use it for is um, I I have it email me. Yeah, I have it email me whenever my external IP address changes, which is like really fucking nerdy. Um, <laughs> that way I can Christ. fucking SS- <laughs> that that way I can SSH into my house whenever I need. To. I know. I'm not saying it's just like damn. That's all I can say about it. I don't know. This is all very. I guess. I guess it's kind of basic, though. Like, I'd like to know what my external IP address is, sir. That way, I can like. Yeah, I'm not judging. Know. I'm not judging. It's just, it's just overwhelming to me. Like those, those love that level of computing. I'll be very amazing if it works for you. Again, compassion, compassion. <laughs> you know, like fu- <laughs> you're educating me, and we're being compa- and I'm being compassionate right now. So again, the education and compassion episode. <laughs> Yeah, because like, uh, because because fuck Dropbox, right? And because because fuck Dropbox. Oh man, don't um, get me started about Dropbox, Jesus Christ! Right, so like, I I have a on on the little MK802, <laughs> the home server. Um, I have like a fucking I have a hard drive connected to it, right? And what I do is, um, I have I have an SSH. I have like an SFTP ssh running on it or whatever and sftp from like every laptop that i have and in order to be able to get to it when i'm not at home i need the external ip address because like it's a dynamic ip address right like it's dynamically assigned by the isp so like i'm not always i don't always have the same ip address facing out to the internet 
Like you mm-hmm. pretty much know that, right? Yeah. So for that, you know, one one three one seven two whatever. Like yeah, I, I have I have it email me whenever it changes. Uh, bash script, a bash script that runs every hour, that checks for a change in the IP address, and if the IP address changes, it sends me an email. So that's something pretty cool that you can do. Yeah, fine and dandy. Uh, uh, and there is Gamu, which is um. It's a cell phone manager. <laughs> right? Like, there's, there's a, there's a, what's it? Like, there's this GUI version, or there's this GUI front end called Wamu or something. And it, uh, it's, it's, it's a, it's, it's a manager for your cell phone's memory, right? Like, you plug in your cell phone inbox, like, outbox, all that stuff. But, like, something that you can do with, Gamu and Wamu is like you can send a text from your phone when it's plugged in to your laptop, right? Like so, you, you can do that with AirDroid, but um, what I use it for is if I want, <laughs> I don't really use it. And it's <laughs> I don't really use it. But you just realizing it's just cool that I know this and I, I use it. But it's, it's just it's AirDroid. just cool that it's it's just cool that you can do this. Um, you know those little three G sticks? Yeah, right. Those, those yeah, little well, well, not the stick, but those clamshell mobile three D three G whatever. Yeah, but then like you know the ones that you can just plug into you plug into your computer and tada, you have an internet connection. Um, yeah, that that has a SIM card in it. Yes, I want to text from that SIM card, and uh... I want to text from that SIM card using the fucking command line. That way, I can include it <laughs> in the cron job. You know, like hey, I wanted to send me a text every three hours. You know. <laughs> I was again. Act- if you find if it enables you to do the work you need to do, go ahead. I, I was actually I was actually seriously considering, uh, like using that with uh, using that for Channel Fourteen stuff. Like 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 have that thing like send us a text on Sundays at ten in the evening. Be like, okay, it's time to record. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, it's cool and all, but. Jesus. Okay. <laughs> actually, actually, there was um, it was it was two semesters ago. I set it up so that it would send me a text in the morning, uh, finals week, like a couple of two semesters ago. I had it text me every morning, like what my exams were for the day. I had to text uh some of my law school friends what their exams were, that kind of thing. You know, just like as a proof of concept, like hey. You can turn it to your personal secretary that you program on your own. Yeah, it's um third world Jarvis. <laughs> but you can do that with Telegram CLI, which is pretty fucking cool. You have Telegram on the command yeah, line. We're, we're, <laughs> oh man, amazing! <laughs> Telegram is so amazing, and they now have private channels. Uh, I mean, public channels. Yeah, we should set one up. Like that's something. Yeah, I, exactly. I want to pitch something up with that like we could have a private channel uh just to not, not a private a public channel where you know norm could drop whatever rant he wants at the flick of a button like a channel 14 one not just a third world linux one <laughs> Sorry, just, um yeah so mm-hmm. you know I, I guess we could do like a telegram thing yeah, Telegram is oh man, so good, so good. Two days, what two three days ago? Like I discovered uh, the the command line, the command line client for Telegram. Like yeah, first thing I did was send you a message. Telegram on the command line, motherfucker. <laughs> and I'm like, yep, this is gonna be his go-to dem- uh, chat service from now on. Uh, yeah, and uh, although WhatsApp I wanted to take over, actually, yeah, well, actually, WhatsApp mm-hmm. has a has a command line uh, thing as well. Yeah, but then I prefer Viber over WhatsApp. But I mean, yeah, because we'll, before yeah. that, yeah. <laughs> anyway, but, but before a, that, like Telegram now, is that, like the a, number one for me. That's another. That's another topic for another day. Oh my god, it's a different topic topic for another day. So, uh, anything else? I'm sorry for not being very cohesive. Cohesive? Co- <laughs> no, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm sorry for rambling and not making sense in very much of my rambles. It's been a long week. <laughs> I'm sorry for not being able to formulate sentences. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so there, those are some of the command line tools. Mush. 
uh, those are some of the command line tools that I use. I'll just dump a. I'll, I'll just like, yeah, just dump the links in like Jaws go to command line stuff or something. Yeah, um, and for uh, and and thank you to like the folks that got in touch. Um, Always appreciate it. Yeah. So if if any of you guys have any uh, command line like go to as well. Yeah, and any any command yeah. line uh, favorites. Um, you know, let us know. Uh, yeah. Because, uh, of course, for podcasts and stuff, you can visit channel14.com. Well, actually, I was going to mention the email address. You're going to talk about something? Okay. No, I was going to say, <laughs> if, you, <laughs> if you have any, like, command line things, uh, send us an email, linux at channel14.com. Or contact the channel14.com. Uh, or shit, leave a comment at channel14.com for your podcasts and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it's actually your line it's your line uh, for podcasts and stuff yeah for podcasts and stuff head over to channel14.com yeah. <laughs> then I'm gonna add the uh, check out uh, fo- follow us at third world linux and at ch14 and check out our other shows uh, radio norm <laughs> yeah radio norm Shit, when, norm wasn't able to come up with an episode last week though yeah because norm is the new normal um, <laughs> his computer fucking conked out on him right yeah <laughs> So that, that explains no radio norm last week. <laughs> no radio norm last week because his uh, computer died. But uh, hopefully revive again and now gotta be better than ever. Um, telling him we're still forcing him to. Well, we're telling him, but we might force him to dual boot at least. Uh, dedicate a hard drive to uh, have an Ubuntu distro, most likely Mate. Again, that's the go-to. If you don't know anything Ubuntu, throw Mate at their face. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what else? Well, if he wants to be experimental, fine, go ahead. Let him have Arch. <laughs> oh shit, that's what I forgot to mention. <laughs> Gnome 318 came out fucking amazing. Well, it, it, uh, yeah, Nautilus isn't, Nautilus is taking a while to get used to, but Gnome 318 has been released. And if you're on, um, and if you're using LightDM as your login manager, uh, don't upgrade to the latest. Don't um don't Pac-Man SYU. <laughs> I made that mistake Is on my Antonio. Exactly. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> That's why, huh, this word of warning seems very somber and sincere. He probably made the mistake. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> yeah, light DM kinda gets fucked up. <laughs> so don't upgrade yet. Uh you know, you end up with like a white screen. <laughs> Back up, back up. Tell me what you're gonna do now. Um, but then, what, you know, what, 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 what happens? Like you open up Light DM, then your your name pops up. You click on your name or you press enter. The text box for your password opens up, and then your entire screen goes white. Uh, the easy fix is once that screen shows up, type in your password, press enter, and you're in. But it's one of those little annoyances. So, <laughs> you know, if you're um, if if you're on. If you're on a bleeding edge distro, be warned. <laughs> hmm. Uh, check out our other shows, Radio Norm, and add us up on the YouTubes. Uh, subscribe to us over there. Uh, YouTube.com slash user slash 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 <laughs> channel 14 TV. Uh, channel 14 TV. Uh, and uh, Bodega Nights that they're currently recording as we speak. Yeah, I'm actually kind of scared because if it's like unsupervised Bodega Nights, yeah, it's an unsupervised Bodega Nights with the three of them. Uh, so until until next week, keep on Linux. Until next week, and do things for love. made it this far this is the off tangent section hi hey <laughs> uh national museum national museum which one the one with like the painting or the one with the history both nice uh went to both 
that's why, according to my uh, 3DS, I logged in around 2,500 steps today, uh, just because of the museum and uh, the history part. The history museum part uh-huh. didn't find it a bit interesting. It's okay. Well, you didn't find it uh, interesting? interesting. Yeah, I fucking love. I, I don't know, man. That's like my favorite museum in the country. No, but the the paintings. Oh my god, the H.R. Ocampos, the Amor Solos. Oh my god! But of course, the Spolarium, where I was just I was literally standing in the middle of it for like thirty minutes, forty five minutes. Um, the the latest thing in the history collection is we have a piece of the Berlin Wall in there. <laughs> yeah, but this, like the 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 thing and, that I, oh god, and 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 they have when we have a section dedicated to rice, which is fucking amazing yeah and well the thing i really love about that history about the history section uh is all of the uh all of the pre-colonial like pottery that we have oh yeah like that that little section of the national museum is like blew me away it's like oh shit that looks like a head, you know, like the... Uh, Love of My Life got scared a bit because um, apparently there's like some folklore in their province in Antique uh-huh. about um, those jars, like huge ass jars that could fit people. Yeah, like, yeah. Um, in, in Tagalog, it's Nuno Sabanga, diba. And in, in, yeah, in yeah. Antique, there's like folklore that she's got, she got so creeped out with that section. I was like, righty then, but I, I want to check it out. But uh, I love, I love the rice exhibit. It's like amazing, and the textiles because always amazing. Uh, but but yeah, it, it was okay. Uh, it, it seriously needs funding. Like, that <laughs> yeah. place needs funding. Yeah, like some of the installations or some of the things like. You see the kids constantly pressing the, oh, why does, does it talk or why doesn't this light up? I'm like, uh, the fossils were cool, but for me, what blew me away was some of Rizal's sculptures, because I think he's a better sculptor than a novelist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> didn't came from my mouth. Didn't say it. Apparently in one of my, um, girlfriend's, uh, thesis, she had to not, not, not scrutinize, like critique. And one of Rizal's sculptures, like something with a crocodile biting a dog over an eagle, something like that, because it has symbolism and not symbolism, like how, how Rizal made that sculpture. Like this guy, you know, like Rizal is really amazing. And, um, one of my favorite artists, like H, uh, local artists, H.R. Ocampo and Fernando Amorsolo's works, just amazing. But, um, of course, what blew me away was the freaking Spolarium. Holy crap. I didn't imagine it to be that big. It's, it's floor to ceiling, like two floors up, two stories high, and a couple of meters wide. Jeez, man. Jeez. Like, it's so huge. Like, who paints that big? And I was telling uh, the love of my life that uh, I've seen Matisse, I've seen Rembrandt, I've seen uh, Michelangelo, uh, not Michelangelo, um, Van Gogh, uh, not the Star Starry Night, but some of their works. But the feeling of looking at the Spolarium is weirdly odd because it's <laughs> so big. <laughs> it's, it's massive. It's sort and of like um, a lot of... A lot of like uh, baroque and romantic visual art, I think, is like big. Yeah, know? but but uh, I guess I, I guess I've never seen something that big before. Yeah. Well, I, I, I don't know. I, I think it was only fairly recently that like art became smaller, because if you think oh, about because... um, if you think about say Michelangelo's David, that thing is fucking huge, right? No, oh, well, that uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, if you look at um, the Raphael rooms with uh, School of Athens, like that thing is fucking huge as well, apparently, it because was it's like the much entire part of the architecture. Yeah, it's like an entire yeah. wall and shit, right? And um, you know, I, I, uh, one of my one of my favorite paintings, uh, Las Meninas, is supposedly fairly big, but then I think you know, but I, I guess it's only fairly recently that paintings have become smaller. But then I could be very like wrong. Visual art was never really my thing i didn't do too well in um, our yeah. visual arts classes <laughs> no, painting is not my thing but visual arts i got decent grades for it you probably scored high in music anyway <laughs> mine was visual arts i got like a one two five for it um <laughs> you got probably a one in music jesus christ no i sandbagged it a little bit 
<laughs> yeah, I knew it. I kind of knew it. Um, and I, you know me, I took my first and second year very nerdisticiously. Like, <laughs> I, I nerd out. <laughs> my first and second year was like eh. drinking and billiards. Yeah, that pool hall across the school is gone now. <laughs> yeah. But but freaking a um seeing that size and how this is a weird term because it's a painting how Luna lit that painting is very interesting like you could see a gradation because this polarium is like at the bottom right it, um what do you call this that is at the bottom of a Roman Colosseum where light is shining from above yeah. and what I appreciate was the gradation from the bright center to the darker corners of the frame uh-uh. like that, that's what I appreciate from it it's like it, it it's the lighting is very photorealistic although the painting is not so much but it tries to be accurate like and then on the left side of the frame you can see the people with the torches right there's yellow light from it emanating yellow colors emanating from that side but on the other side it's shadowy figures like oof. and you can see the strokes a dude painted this like this big and he's a founding quote unquote a founding father of this country it's just damn and yeah. people just take selfies and walk by but you know <laughs> It's, yeah. Yeah, I need to take my father there because he is gonna have his head blown away. Not literally. And I mean, not literally, not figuratively. <laughs> oh, figuratively, not literally. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you should look at it from afar. Um, yeah, I was looking at it from afar. Right? Like, to, to just to, just to grasp the entire thing. Yeah. And, uh, because, it's it's one of those paintings that has a lot of it's it's very uh it's it's very romantic. Um, it is, it is right. Like it's it's a it was based on he pretty much like got that it's 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 very similar to another painting. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're they're all like a bunch of people on a raft. Like it has the same sort of form. A bunch of people on a raft and like this one dude with his arm up and that kind of thing. Um, if if I remember correctly, he might have drawn inspiration from it or like. I don't know, um, but it's it's one of those it's it's one of those paintings that uh, Splarium is one of those paintings that has this interplay of light and dark, right? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, uh, and it's if if I remember correctly, because I haven't seen it in so long. Um, if I remember correctly, he doesn't use um, he he doesn't use perspective in the way that a lot of in, 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 in the way that, uh, Renaissance painters use perspective. He, he has that more Baroque style where the yeah. depth comes from dark. Yeah. And not, it's from not so much how, how people are placed. When, when you look at it, how they're placed, like all the prominent, um, figures or all the prominent figures in the painting are all on the middle frame, on the middle thirds, like the middle frame and middle thirds, like all of them are there. Like, so that's not really a complicated composition. But the depth comes from at the bottom of the frame going up. It's from light brightest to dark. So to me, oh my god, that's just uh, that's a different style. No wonder this guy got like awards for this. All right, yeah. Um, you look at it from afar because wait, no, shit. Actually, let me let me let me look at it. Oh no, he uses he uses that Renaissance style. There's a vanishing point. Okay, I stand mm. corrected. I stand corrected. Uh, for first Polarium, there's no vanishing. Oh no, there is. There not, is a vanishing uh, point. I'm looking at horizon. It now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not a horizon line, but a vanishing point at the end. But notice all the central figures are at like at the middle frame, a uh, middle like on the middle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because because um, I remember uh, I remember like a uh, a baroque piece, which um like. The, the Baroque has a lot of this same sort of aesthetic, right? Where there's a lot of, there's a lot of deep blacks. And, but, but then there wasn't a vanishing point in the same way that the Renaissance paintings did. And, um, I, I always wondered because like, because, you know, art, art teachers would always tell you that like the, the depth comes from the, the, from the interplay between dark and light or whatever. And it never really made sense to me until I viewed a painting that had a very dark background with um, very bright, like, sort of foreground figures from afar. Mm-hmm. Like, when you view it from afar, all of a sudden, you get this weird 3D effect. Mm-hmm. And I think that's sort of how you view uh, the Spolarium. 
Like, like I actually think that um, I actually think that the, the last time I was in the, at the National Museum, it was facing the uh, what was the other the other painting? Uh, Bustamante, yeah, yeah. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I the, don't the one in the stairs. Yeah, like they're they're facing each other. Um, I I'm not sure there's enough space between those two paintings for you to be able to there see. There isn't. It. You know, yeah, there isn't. Like you don't have a. You you have to view that you have to view the spellarium further back. I think, but that's just me. The, yeah, but those those two paintings are huge. The spellarium is just so arresting when you look at it. Because uh, I guess the colors and and the theme, like the the red, is so dominant in, in the painting. So it's just whoa. Ugh.